I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Soul Sisters. This is Jesse Katz. Hope you all had a lovely, long 4th of July weekend. Um, I did. I escaped to the country. I went up to Woodstock with some friends, and uh, we rented a big old house and uh, hung out, played music, played with my dog, sat by a babbling brook, uh, channeled the spirits of Joni Mitchell and the doors, and (laughs) just kind of vibed out all weekend on that Woodstock flavor. It was amazing. Highly recommend to anyone living in the New York area. Um, And whatever you guys did, I hope it was also awesome and filled with beautiful music and or beautiful vibes. Um, Before I headed out of town, Dara and I sat down with today's guest, who is the singer Leela Downs. She is um, the Grammy-winning Mexican singer-songwriter who has a new album out called Salón Lagrimas, practicing my Espanol, Salón Lágrimas y Deseo, and uh, her first single off of that album, Peligrosa, is an awesome anthem to dangerous women, all you dangerous, nasty women out there, uh, if you will. Um, And uh, yeah, Lila is a kick-ass woman. She has powerful things to say about the state of the world right now, very political songwriter, and uh, we get into all that on this episode. So if you guys are ready, if you're back from that vacation, and, uh, you know, looking to get into the serious shit again. I know that's why you're here for Soul Sisters. Um, so here we go, getting into it with Leela Downs. Yes. <laughs> Leela. Leela Downs, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so amazing to have you. Thank you oh for having God. me. Thanks for joining us in this little closet yeah. that we call home. <laughs> this is very cozy. Mm-hmm. That's how we like to keep it. We wait till the temperature gets to over 90 degrees, and then we seal ourselves in, and that's how you get well acquainted really fast. Three friends in a closet. Yeah, yeah. That's our new tagline. Um, So what's going on? You said you're just in New York for, what, like 10 days or something? Yeah, we're here for the Brooklyn Celebrate Brooklyn concert, Mm -hmm. and... We're also promoting our new album. Right. Which just came out at the end of May, right? Um, No, like a week ago. Oh, just a week ago. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. It's phenomenal. Oh, did you listen? Beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And I have a... Many songs in my head right now. Palabras de mujeres in oh. my head, just playing. Dari, you're the oh, Spanish nice. major. Why don't you oh, give us okay. the, so name I did the try. <laughs> the name of the album? Salón Lágrimas y Deseo. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Very nice. And yes. it took me a minute. It's Salón Lágrimas y Deseo, not Salón Lágrimas. Right. Deseo. Right. Yeah. So it's like the sort of room, the space of, or a. How would you translate Salón in this? 
context. Well, like, you know, yesterday we were saying saloon, which I think is kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, it's reminiscent of something nostalgic and from the past. And it is about the border. And I think we are talking about maybe the border in a different way, not not the physical border mm-hmm. where they plan to build a wall, but rather uh, the borders of of love and of unlove, as we say in Spanish, and of of a broken heart. Right. Unlove? Yeah. Is, that, yeah. is there a Spanish word for that? There's no word really in English, I think, right, for right. unlove. <laughs> yeah. But I, I translate it that way because it's desamor. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful word because it's um you know it's like yeah it's like unlove right, right. <laughs> reading I guess about like disenchantment but stronger than that yeah right there's yeah something else. it yeah. is there's something to disenchanting about it yeah and it's about um, loving this country uh-huh. so much and then really feeling like I have a broken heart about it mm-hmm. yeah and loving Mexico as well so much with mm-hmm. a passion right. But feeling the same way about our leaders. So right. it's, yeah. it's a right. sad I, and also happy time. <laughs> it was interesting reading about the album before listening. I presumed it would be more sort of or just exclusively that. But then if I'm translating correctly, there was there were love songs about like betrayal and actual love unless I was interpreting it that way. And it really there's you could interpret. Um, I think it was mentied. Mentira. Uh huh. Okay. I the don't know lie. if that, the liar. I don't know if that was about a, like a love, a romantic love, you know, or if, or really all of these songs that you're talking about, betrayal and sadness and disappointment can be applied to our time and and what we're going through. So exactly. I guess it's probably all of the Surely things. Both. You yeah. know? It is because the uh, boleros are standards that were written in the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. and then half of the songs are ours. Um, so yeah, it's a, a little of both. Yeah. Uh, but the the contemporary songs have more to do with what we're living right now. Right. And the song is um, dedicated to the haters. is called Envidia, mm-hmm. um, jealousy or envy. And I I do think that you know each ethnicity has its strengths. And cultures have their strengths. And, of course, if we talk about Latin Americans, we come from a diversity of, of races and cultures and, and especially Native American roots uh, and African roots as well. <clears throat> of course, European roots as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think there's a lot of ignorance in understanding who we are. And so I think that it's about envy. It's about uncomfort and jealousy. And... yeah. And it, we're doing it kind of in a in a um, um, klezmer, yeah, fun, polka, right. upbeat, <laughs> ranchera yeah. kind right. of way. Yeah. I mean, I love this music because it's so steeped in tradition, and it's you know gorgeous in ways that are familiar, but also has these messages that are so today and so poignant. And it's almost like the music if you want it to be, as a Trojan horse that's going to slip you (laughs) these really strong messages if you're open to receiving them. Or Thank you. if you're that's, not, yeah, you're just going to enjoy the music because it's so beautiful. And, wow. you know, you can, yeah. like, choose to approach it at whatever level you want to. You really got it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean, I'm assuming that that is intentional when you're writing songs, you know, <laughs> that you want them to be approachable on different levels. That's pretty right? cool that you, yeah. that you say that. Yeah, because um, I think I... 
I wrote some of the songs, um, you know, over time, probably the past year and a half. Mm -hmm. But it definitely, after the elections, I was disheartened. And I really had a time, had time, a hard time getting back up again and saying, okay, are we going to do another album? I really w yeah. was like, what am I going to say? It was very uh, really distressing that was... for me. Because I think all my life I've been writing songs that are trying to bring people together from different races. And suddenly this happens, and it's like, you know, your life's work. Yeah. Um, so it, it took a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's coming from this inner strength that I think I have as a woman, and I think that I've been, I've been noticing that a lot of amazing women who live in very violent relationships and have violence in their lives surrounding their culture, their society, um, come back with a force. And right, yeah. that's kind of what it's about, I think, the right, whole yeah. album is. Was there a moment that then, after you had that initial feeling, you said you were galvanized and ready and you were inspired? In a new way to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I can do this. I can be this voice. Yeah, definitely. I think some of the lyrics that uh, that are in the song Ser Paloma, which is about being um, kind of um, in an in a in a cage mm -hmm. in a caged situation, which is literally happening today, unbelievably, to to young women, um, and it's about saying, okay, you can have me caged and you can take away one of my eyes and you can cut off my hand, but I will come back. Mm. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty intense, the things that I guess that inspired. Um, but I, I feel like it's metaphorical about what is happening to us as people as well. And I, um, mm -hmm. yeah. I hope that, that people can feel with this music. Right. It reminds me of um, this debate I've been seeing online about the show Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I was thinking all about which that. Which is, um, in some ways, it feels like an allegory for what's happening, but people are pointing out now, like, this actually does happen right. to many women around the world. It, you know, like, talking about cutting off a woman's hand or taking out her eye as punishment is not just a dystopian fiction. Right. Like, this no. actually does happen right. in cultures. Yeah. Which is part of why the show is so disturbing. Yeah. Yes. I think, because if you do think about it in that larger context, it's like, oh, this is not, right, it is. It's not fiction. And we're yeah. afraid to address right. these right. realities, yeah. right? How much of this new album was written before the election? All of it? Oh, no. Okay. No. Like, I mean, I would say probably 30% of what is on there. So okay. um, I had a good drink with mezcal in uh -huh. Oaxaca. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I remember clearly the next day I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And we finished the album like in a week. Oh, wow. uh, we went into the studio the next month and finished like in less than a month. Wait, uh -huh. post, you mean post-election? Yeah, post-election. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Are you a dual citizen? I am. Did you? Can you vote here? I did. You did vote mm -hmm. here for the first time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, the first time I ever voted. Oh man, <laughs> what a lesson for you. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I remember the first time I voted was in the 2000 election, and that was also a terrible lesson. Right. To learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you know. But you, you believe try. strongly in voting in the in the system. I, mean, I do. Or, I was a little um, ambival ambivalent. Yeah. <laughs> I would say before. Uh, cynical, didn't believe that things would matter much. So as I've gotten older, I've gotten, uh, I don't think I'm less angry, 
But I think that if we um, try to work together and build community efforts, I think we can really accomplish a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk specifically about that first single, Peligrosa? Yeah. Like what was that um, inspired in particular by like the Women's March or the aftermath directly after the election? Or is it was it more generally inspired by just wanting to be fierce, yeah. unapologetic women? You know, it's interesting because we were invited to that march and we were going to come. Uh-huh. But um, that was actually the time that we had to work on the to album. Record. <laughs> Where so were I you? Thought, uh, we were in Oaxaca. Okay. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I think it's really important to give our opinion about this. And I was so proud of so many women that were out there and really addressing Trump full force and and speaking of policy and talking about history and talking about women's history. And um, I, I think, of course, it, it it influences me, and mm-hmm. it also, I feel accompanied, you know? Yeah. I feel like finally I can come out of the closet right. on some issues, right. yeah. uh, especially as a Latina as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's still, you know, I mean, even here, it's still a little bit yeah. like I've had some people come up to me, men mainly, uh-huh. who say, oh, are you one of those feminists? Right. <laughs> oh, my. You know, I had... So- someone a woman say it to me at a party this weekend I was wearing a shirt that has embroidery that's basically female genitalia which I think is really (laughs) fucking awesome and I was showing it off at this party and this girl looked at it and she was like oh yeah I mean I'm not really a feminist but that's cool and I wanted to be like why do you think it's okay to say that in 2017 like you have no shame I think she's in her 20s that's the sad part right? right Is that, that is something I could have heard maybe five years ago. Don't understand so that like, we used to have to ask permission from our husbands to be here right. and talking. Right. Right. And, it's still uh, a dirty we word wear jeans. to some people. Yeah. I mean, That's funny. Yeah. It's mind boggling. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do want to ask you about the tradition of feminism in the culture that you grew up in, in your family. Oh, my God. She just pulled <laughs> out a legit... Fan and it uh, gorgeous Mexican. What it, where is it? It's wide enough that, that it's gonna cool us all. That's amazing. Where is that from? It's from Guerrero, from the state of Guerrero, which is off the Pacific coast next to Oaxaca. Beautiful, beautiful palomas. Right? What I, palomas, would you say? They okay. are, yeah, they're kind of like peacock palomas. Yeah, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> it's a good thing we filmed this now. Yeah. Look at the full experience on YouTube. <laughs> Check it, feels, it out, guys. It feels lovely. It feels great. Um, <laughs> Although, are we picking it up in the... Yeah. We have a little... Just have uh, to be a little... Yeah, I'm, I'll stop. Okay. I'll stop in a moment. There we go. <laughs> um, <sighs> uh, anyway, but yeah, like, uh, what were you taught about feminism growing up? What was your mother's relationship with that word, you your know, community? You know, that's the thing about, I think, a generational thing. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, how, how a generation will skip certain talents and certain right <laughs> and so my mother was a feminist uh-huh. my mother did not cook or clean or do anything that would be you know considered uh feminine in the house uh-huh. or womanly mm-hmm. right my mother was, was a business woman well, right she was a singer at one point okay. but out of need got it right on the and street she yeah. was born where was she raised she was she's native american okay. she's mishtek from the mishtek group that's her first language so she speaks Spanish with a thick accent, huh. and then she learned English because she moved 
to the U.S. Um, when I was born and, you know, lived here for 30 years. Okay. We're yeah. going to keep going back, but did she, was she raised with that feminism, with that independence? No, I was going to say that my grandmother was a very traditional woman. And so in my family, I remember my grandmother would say, we do, none of us sit down until the man of the house sits down at the table. I, I found that fascinating because my mother was so the opposite. Right. And uh, and yet my mother taught me to be independent and she taught me se- about sexual. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Education mm-hmm. and she was like, uh, you close your legs and then you use a condom. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, these things, you know, you can't talk about in Mexico. I mean, here as well. Nowadays, (laughs) we're going back in time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and I think it's it's so beautiful, those contrasts. But I do find that I wanted to go traditional. I can understand the younger generations going, oh, no, pro-choice. You know, I want to go back in time. There's something about nostalgia. Yeah. Um, But how can we come nostalgia for these terrible things (laughs) for being? But I mean, really, if you look at other cultures, Uh maybe you don't think of it as extreme, right? And uh, a Native American woman made a point of this. She said, well, you know, the, um, in quotes, so-called feminists, never have accepted us because we're not white. Yes. Okay, well, so that's right. a whole other issue. And the way mm-hmm. we look at ourselves in terms of freedom and expression, mm-hmm. and um, it's a complex issue. Right. Yeah. But I think it's um, really wonderful to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if these laws change, maybe we won't be able to talk about these things anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels less and less theoretical these days. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a luxury to to feel like you can take it or leave it, mm-hmm. but yeah. you lose your rights and then exactly. you might realize you want to take it. You know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you so much of your work is exploring these cultural roots. It was interesting to learn that you at the you know, when you were very young, didn't necessarily embrace your heritage the way that now it's completely part of your identity but that mm-hmm. for at the beginning when like you know part of your mother's heritage you wanted to push it more to the side am I do I have this correct did I read this erroneously I did. okay I did yes so You're you right. I mean because I think it's interesting that you someone yeah someone so it. fiercely um proud and embracing it's nice to hear because you know a lot of people don't embrace 
when they're different, when something is right. not the mainstream or, or whatever. Yeah. And so it's nice that you really came to it. I yeah. mean, and what was that process for you to say, oh, this is my heritage and I adore it? Yeah. Well, I think that um, it's, it's a slow process that you need to come to terms with. And especially when you grow up in a place like Minnesota, which is very Nordic and very blonde and blue-eyed when I grew up. Um, so you look in the mirror and you kind of, you go, um, who am I, you know, in the midst of something that is surrounding you that's not from your culture mm-hmm. or from your roots. And I think that I, that made me be in denial for a long yeah. time, as well as studying classical music. Um, the context was very, you know, proper and European. And and so that also contributed. So I, ble- I bleached my hair blonde so that I would fit in a little bit better in that context. And everyone would say, oh, where did you get your tan? <laughs> and uh, Does that feel like a different person? <laughs> you were really so, passing if they were asking you that. I know, right? That's intense, yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, but th- those were different times, yeah, you know. Right. So now I think um, these are things that are important to talk about because um, people are afraid. People are afraid to talk about these things. I think um, also in Minnesota, it's um, Nordic culture is very kind of cold because the weather is cold, mainly in those countries. Um, So there are all these factors, Mm -hmm. you know, that make people a little more closed-minded. And in my case, it, it was... I mean, I had to drop out of college and follow the Grateful Dead, which is what really opened me up to oh to accepting no myself. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's that an influence. I, I mean, yeah. how, how long did that go on for? For like a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then what? What did you do after that? And then I went back to college and studied anthropology. Oh. I mean, finished okay. with two majors. Okay. But, Got it. Yeah. So your so your grasp of these. Um, kind of cultural theories in actual history is something that you've really studied Academic. and intentionally, yeah, yeah educated yourself yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you've really incorporated. I mean, you've yeah. incorporated music, right? That's right. it. Hopefully. Seems like you've melded the two kinds of things. Uh-huh. I try to. I try to. Of course, I feel like we're always preaching to the choir, but I know that um, that is the challenge. I mean, in I think Mexico, about this a lot. Our 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 audience has has grown a lot, okay. and of course Grammys help. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> but um, and movies of course help mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. and of course interviews like this one. <laughs> Happy to help and, in some uh, small way. <laughs> Thank you, and definitely yeah. The challenge is uh, doing educational things. I'm looking forward to doing more things with literature, maybe um, yeah. for kids. I love I love touching kids. I think it's you know it's the future. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that is one of the greatest answers because at a certain point in your life, you're going to be pretty set in your beliefs and that ability to be turned on by something new, especially in art, is harder. Yeah. But children are just sponges. Definitely. You know, mm-hmm. for whatever they're exposed to. Well, yeah. And also, the your music crosses so many different genres and they had so many different, you know, vibes to each song that 
you know, if you are not, if you don't choose to key into what you're talking about and you just want to, the entry Groove. point is just grooving so. and enjoying <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> that's great. And you're, I mean, that's the, really, the music I mean, just yeah. for, as a music is, I hope is fantastic. The music speaks for itself. Definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Trojan horse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I've never, music as a Trojan horse is an interesting yeah. right? In yeah. general. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and art right. in general. Yeah. Art in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When did you move to Mexico? Uh, two years ago. Okay. We were living here in New York City for 10 years. Yeah. And before that, we were living in Mexico City and okay. um, and Philly, where oh, wow. I studied uh, jazz oh. for a while. Yeah, sat in at the clubs in Philly and nice. uh, learned. Wow. Yeah, that, that was a beautiful world. And still looking forward to doing a jazz project. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so how does it feel to live down there and then watch what's happening here? <laughs> Are, well, you, you know, are you glad to be a little bit removed? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And But, you know, it was really a decision based on my child, who is seven years old. Oh, wow. And so he's going to a little school that's a Waldorf system uh-huh. in in the countryside of Oaxaca, nice. near the city. And we really have the best of both worlds, you know, kind of city life, kind of country life. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I read or heard you say somewhere that your neighborhood is kind of a liberal little Lefty. bastion. Is that correct? Oh, that's in Mexico City. We go back and forth Got since it. Okay, our okay. work is in Coyoacan, okay. where Frida Kahlo was from. Right, right. Um, yeah, we live in the south of the city where the university is. Okay. And, you know, university yeah, that's what areas <laughs> are always tend to be right to the left. Yeah. So, do you talk to your son about these issues yet? I do. Yeah. I do because, you know, we crossed the Manhattan Bridge uh-huh. uh day before yesterday. Like is he in here the middle with you of now? the day. He is. Okay. Yeah. Um and and he um he kind of freaked out cuz there were so many people. And um and so we talked about it and uh, he cried a little bit uh-huh. and then he was like, "Okay." Off to go and play with the car, back <laughs> yeah. to the car again. What made him cry? So I think it was just the energy of all these people mm. and the kind of selflessness that you acquire in a big city. I mean, I remember, I'm translating, I guess, because I remember how that is. When you come to the big city from a rural setting, you know, it's like, whew, I can't imagine. That's not the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, and those... To be able to have those two worlds is amazing, but it's definitely hard on the psyche and right. on the yeah. spirit. Yeah. yeah. Are you raising him to be a little feminist? I hope so, <laughs> but you know, dad doesn't help so much sometimes. <laughs> is my, Jersey husband, <laughs> my Jersey husband, yeah. But he's, <laughs> I mean, he's a great guy. He, he washes dishes. But he does, and I think I spoiled him. See, this is what's interesting about machismo, is that (laughs) I think the women, and we've talked about this a lot with Mexican women, I think the women are the ones who kind of keep it going. By just playing into it, by accepting it? Well, we spoil our men. Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. So remember the, the... Waiting until the man sits at the table. Right, right. I kind of just kind of do that subconsciously. But yeah. that doesn't, I don't find that that necessarily means that no. it's machismo. Well, 
Well, well, it's not the only <laughs> definition. Because no, it's true. It's complicated. It's complicated. I mean, a friend of mine said to me the other day, she was like, honestly, Jesse, all I want to do is get married and have kids. Is that bad? Because she knows that. Like, I mean, and stop working. And stop yeah. working. Yeah. yeah, and stop working. And I was like, no, the whole point is that we should be able have to choose what we want to do. If that's what you want to do, yeah. then that's great. As long yeah, as no one is telling you, what you, you want have to do that. I think that's the yes. big misunderstanding, yeah. right? right? Yeah. About this. If it makes you comfortable to interact in a certain way that seems traditional, then that's great. That's you cool. Know, right. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I think those things will inherently fall away as just the understanding of gender roles evolves also. You right. know, I mean, that's just right. I mean, tradition, people, right. that stuff yeah. evolves over time. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. I mean, just the way that you speak to your son about women, mm-hmm. that his father speaks about women like that can be instructional mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just like helping shape how he looks at women in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's getting it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm I'm not worried about him. him. (laughs) We live in a in the I mean, the reality of this world and he's got to he's got to deal with that. Right. So. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. So what's next for you in this journey, in this fight? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How did the song uh, Demigod go over? You know, a lot of people told me, oh, did you get threatened? You know, are people threatening your life? It's about Trump. Uh, your this family. Yeah. Blue-eyed devil. Yeah, the blue-eyed devil. <laughs> uh-huh. um, you know, it, it, was a, it was a hateful song. And I think my lesson was that um, I don't do too well with hate. Yeah. And I mean, it's so easy to hate, right? I mean, in other words, you go and you buy your rifle, and mm. then what? You know? Right. But are you but, saying the song after you... After it came out, you felt a different way about it? Um, well, we lost the election. I oh, felt like before. we lost. <laughs> like it didn't matter at all, you know? I guess that's what you I felt. Really defeated. Look, you look for actual results. I do. You don't just... Of course. What's the point of this? <laughs> Life. This can be so hard to quantify until it's like something yeah. like an election and you write a song and then it doesn't work out. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's so that we wrote the next song, which right. is about envy, and uh, and that's I think it's a very uh, good song about pride and um, happiness mm-hmm. because I think in the end, if people want to hate, you just have to say, okay, I'm gonna put like a a sentimental wall mm-hmm. against you, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep being happy. Yeah. And I think in the end, that's what people do. You know, if you study the patterns of immigration, that's what happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to be touring with a new uh, album? We are. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be uh, we're going to do Ravinia in uh, Chicago coming up. We're going to do this festival here. We're going to go to Argentina in August uh-huh. and probably go to Spain in November. Okay. And then, uh, of course, Mexico is always, you know, back and forth, a lot of different right. states, the north and the south. And, yeah. And then uh, hopefully oh, going to Chile as well, which we yeah. surprisingly saw last night that on Spotify, that's our second uh, biggest um, demographic. Yeah. Nice. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? We yeah, never do you have thought... any theory for why? Well, we thought it was Argentina. But uh-huh. So this is very surprising. I don't. 
I don't know. No idea? No. I have no idea. Cool. <laughs> I know, those things are always but interesting. But it's exciting. Right. Yeah. Have you ever looked at the demographics for this podcast? No. Yeah, it's funny. Is it? What? Yeah. what, what? Yeah, it's really? just like always countries that you don't expect. And, and sometimes it's different by episode, you know? Yeah. But it's not necessarily because an artist is from a particular place, but they just probably have a huge following there for Someplace some reason. Someplace else, right? right? Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. I it's, love that. Yeah. That's great. Well, that's the universality of it all, right? Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It, is. it really is. <laughs> and next week you're gonna play to Brooklynites, all the yeah. all the hipsters and all the Latinos, <laughs> and everyone can come mingle. And <laughs> I love that festival. It. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. It's gonna be wonderful. Hopefully, the weather will be cooperative. Hopefully, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring your fans. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're used to. I mean, crazy heat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. here in New York, uh, Oaxaca usually doesn't it's get this not. hot. No, but it's uh, I love I love hot. Yeah. 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 It feels good to sweat. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah, it releases does. things. Yeah. 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 It does. Just exactly. Sweat it all out. All the emotions, all the tension. Yeah. If only politics is like oh, that. Just yeah. Sweat it out. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Olila, well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the show. Yeah. And congrats on the album. Thank you for listening. It's amazing. Yeah, Thank keep you. up the good fight. Yeah. Thank you so much. Que yo soy peligrosa. Que yo soy dolorosa. Porque quiero vivir así. Dicen que yo soy enjundiosa. Caprichosa y hermosa. Que no puedo seguir. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.